Hello, welcome to Nervous Nellies, the show about nervous energy and music. You're sitting on Sin with Bailey. I'd like to start by acknowledging, paying respects to the custodians of the land I'm recording on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional custodians of the lands our content reaches and on which Sin partner organizations stand. So, this episode features an all-vocals setlist for once. That might seem weird for a show built on ambient-leaning instrumentals and electronica, but it's tonight's goal to show that between soft-spoken singers, distorted audio clips, and cyclical song structures, vocalists can be as ambient or nervous as anything else. If you want to hear music and podcasts from previous episodes, then check out the show page on the Sin website for embeds, follow us on Facebook at Nervous Nellies or Instagram at Nervous.Nellies for full set lists. And to start us off is Earthquake by Deer Hunter. You just heard Earthquake by Deer Hunter. You're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. So being the first artist played this episode makes Deer Hunter our Nervous Nelly of the week. In the first season, I aired Bradford Cox under his solo moniker of Atlas Sound as a Nervous Nelly of the Week, and in this final season, I'm showcasing him now with his indie rock band outfit. I've gravitated more towards Atlas Sound on this show, because there's more of an explicit electronic direction, which suits the show's ambient vibe easier, but that isn't to say that the same thing isn't present in Deer Hunter as well. If anything, Deer Hunter has just been harder to pin down, for similar reasons to architecture in Helsinki. There are all sorts of things, at different times, which to me adds up to a nervous sound, but a nervous sound that's hard to get across just by airing individual songs. The important thing to keep in mind about this disparity is that the experimental aspects of the band aren't just Bradford Cox. Some of the group's earliest recordings include 2005's Carve Your Initials Into the Walls of the Night, which features tape and vocal loop experiments, and was jointly recorded by Cox and longtime drummer Moses Archuleta. The album Weird Era Continued, a surprise second disc of music released alongside 2008's Microcastle, is full of instrumental sketches recorded out of studio and sometimes separately from other members, in an almost wide album style. Which brings me to guitarist Locket Punt, who does plenty of more electronic-influenced shoegaze on his own, as Lotus Plaza, and is arguably why even more accessible rock jams like Halcyon Digest's Desire Lines from 2010 end with a several-minute-long droning guitar outro. This trio forms the core of the band as its most long-standing members, and you can probably tell that their styles all converge on drone and decompressed song structures. But the rest of the 2010s immediately becomes more scattershot. Between Desire Lines and Earthquake, which is also from Halcyon Digest, you get both pastoral and lo-fi folk songs, and the darkly themed yet shimmering synth gem Helicopter, which is like nothing else by them at that point. All these divergent styles then get expanded on their own albums. 2013's Monomania is all garage punk, 
2015's Fading Frontier is closer to Helicopter in terms of adding electronics to an album written after Cox survived a car crash, leading to more songs about mortality, second chances, and aged care than usual. This has devolved into an album walkthrough, mainly to highlight that each one's sound isn't just genre tourism. Every standalone idea has its roots in a discrete set of musical interests established by the core trio, sometimes over a decade beforehand, which has the ironic effect of making the most important aspects of their 2010s output everything before it. And conversely, the hints at their future direction among their 2000s output confounds any attempt to describe albums like Microcastle just as shoegaze, which to me makes them pretty nervous. Even if the byproduct is only being able to consistently call them indie rock. Anyway, up next is Schnick Schnack by Mouse on Mars, featuring Letitia Sadier. You just heard Schnick Schnack by Mouse on Mars, featuring Letitia Sadier. You're listening to Nerd Snellies on Sin with Bailey. So, Mouse on Mars are a great candidate for this week's Negative Nancy's segment because often the contrast between how they use experimental techniques in both down-tempo and up-tempo music, which negates my usual conception of nervous energy as being quietly intense, is built into their singles. This goes back to their very first release, Frosh, which is a very upbeat and buzzing electronic track, more upbeat than Schnickschnack even, but when it appeared as the opening track on their debut album, it was spacier, more dub-influenced, and twice the length. In Schnickschnack's case, the compositional factor that changes from single to album track is the use of guest vocalist and Stereo Lab lead singer Letitia Sadier's voice. The song is on the Cache Kua Nath EP, and is one of the few Mouse on Mars songs to feature something of a chorus. And the title track, starring Stereolab backing singer Mary Hansen as well, emphasizes how the entire EP is influenced by the indie pop group's sing-song vocal style. But Schnickschnack's instrumentation is still completely synthesized, with a range of clicks, squelching, and reverbed sounds playing underneath repeated snippets of various spoken word lines from Sadier, which reinforces how the music, despite its bounciness, is almost purely mechanical. A good metaphor for this nervous, yet still upbeat sound comes from the liner notes of the Stereolab album Dots and Loops, for which Mouse on Mars produced three songs at the same time Cache Kuanef was recorded. In the three songs they contributed to, one half of Mouse on Mars, Jan St. Werner, is credited for insect horns, which I can only assume is a euphemism for his chirpy instrumentation and Schnickschnack has insect horns written all over it, with even the duration of Sedier's voice clips becoming hyper-extended and bugging out on occasion, which precludes their imminent experiments with electroacoustic glitch in albums like 2001's Ideology, even though this is their most upbeat release from that year. And when it came to their most upbeat album from that year, 1997's Auto Detecta, Mouse on Mars made Schnickschnack one of the most down-tempo songs on the track list, now called Schnickschnack Meltmade, which 
goes to show how they consistently confound expectations. Anyway, the Meltmaid version is up next, followed by The Way She Walks on the Moon by PyPy. You just heard Schnick Schnack Meltmaid by Mouse on Mars, and The Way She Walks on the Moon by PyPy. And you're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. So this next song will be part of this week's Drone Zone segment. It'll take us back to our first Drone Zone from Season 1, which was O Nocturne Bules by David Grubbs, featuring Noel Akchot, and was the B-side to vinyl editions of The Coxcomb, which is tonight's track. The Coxcomb is effectively a 15-minute radio play. It's a retelling of The Blue Hotel by Stephen Crane, a short story about three men checking into a hotel in the Wild West, getting into fights about playing cards and all the senseless violence that ensues. The song has multiple people singing each character's dialogue, narrator included, and the composition makes great use of guitar riffs and verse structure to get across the repetition of the constant paranoia and accusations that these men throw at one another. And the songwriting itself is so stripped back and peaceful that it's easy to forget what it's actually about, beyond the occasional sound effects that pull you back in. So part of me wants to suggest treating it as a drone, but as with most Nervous Nelly songs, there's a reward for listening with intent to the contrast in musical and lyrical tone if you do follow along. So either way, here's The Coxcomb by David Grubbs. You just heard The Coxcomb by David Grubbs. You're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. That's all the song analysis I have for you. I want to thank you for listening. And if you want to see the set list and podcast for this or any previous episode, check out the show page on the Sin website, or follow Nervous Nellies on Facebook, or Nervous.Nellies on Instagram. If Letitia Sadier's feature for Mouse on Mars left you thinking that her own band Stereolab is just there to make experimental music poppier, then here's the track Moodles, a seven-minute, multi-part, and mostly wordless exploration of rock and synth instruments to remove your doubts and close out the night. <laughs>